0: This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And
1: I'm Nikki. And
0: this is The High Regard Show.
1: In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem.
0: Way up on the third floor.
1: Moving on up.
0: Oh, don't get better the that.
1: Nope, sir. The things we do for you listeners. Press
0: buttons like a sausage-fingered freak.
1: We don't listen to Tom talk Can't enough. Oh, please. I got a hot mic here top of the show to you
0: you were just waiting (laughs) for your moment to jump on that and go something ridiculous with my eyes kept
1: flickering down to like you hitting the record button and your mouth because i wanted to just you were starting to open your mouth and i knew i had to jump in
0: oh yeah because god forbid i should get a word in edgewise oh yes
1: because i just censor your thoughts and voice all the time well whatever
0: man so we're back
1: we're back, and we're here to celebrate St. Patty's Day. As
0: we drink our green drinks.
1: We are drinking our green drinks.
0: All I ever drink is green drinks, pretty much. It's so a Gatorade. It's either Spoiler Gatorade alert. or coffee, <laughs> so I mean, there's really nothing in between. So, yay.
1: But we've got time to get lots of our green drinks and lots and lots and lots of Guinness in this week, at least for me.
0: Yeah, we're getting Irish on you.
1: We are going to get Irish on you.
0: Um, But before we do... Do you want to get into this week's You Heard?
1: I do want to get into this week's You Heard because I have a very special You Heard from the archives.
0: Oh, from the archives. From
1: the archives of life.
0: Where do we keep the archives? In some dark cellar somewhere that's heavily guarded by, like, gargoyle statues?
1: Pretty close. My nightstand drawer.
0: All right, thought so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All
0: right, let's roll it.
1: Yeah This week's You heard comes to us from Strandhill Beach in Sligo, Ireland. and it is as follows: I feel like Christopher Columbus.
0: <laughs> Who said it? Tyler, of course she did. Little Tyler Durden. Little Tyler Durden doesn't realize that Christopher Columbus well now never she founded Ireland.
1: <laughs> no, but now she she would never give a compliment to Christopher Columbus. Now, oh, well, but back yeah. then when she was just a tiny little baby, Tyler of like what thirteen or fourteen?
0: Yeah, something like that, probably.
1: We were in Ireland, and just she had been there when she was a little kid, but obviously she didn't remember it. So she was just we were all just discovering this and running around on a beach like lunatics. And that she said, I feel like Christopher Columbus because we were standing on the opposite side of the Atlantic that we're more familiar with. Mm -hmm. So.
0: Well, perhaps she is, um, did feel a little bit like an Indian raper and pillager when she was standing on that beach. Who knows? Maybe, maybe
1: she ate a lot of like candy and stuff. So who knows what the little Tasmanian devil turned into? (laughs) You know,
0: there was no good thoughts happening in her head. I think she did feel like Christopher Columbus. (laughs) She maybe
1: did. (laughs) When she was out of our sight, she was on her own.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do what you will.
1: <laughs> we are not responsible.
0: <laughs> She's now the state's problem.
1: <laughs> and that's this week's You Heard. Which leads up into what this show is obviously about kind of theme it's it's got the Irish tinge theme because it is you know the week of St. Patrick's Day. It and is the week of St. Patrick's Day. It is the Day. week of St. Patrick's Day. And we're going to give you some advice if, you know, a lot of people do travel to Ireland for St. Patrick's Day. Or, you know, they're planning trips, you know, in the future and stuff. So we're here to kind of tell you some things that we think that you might enjoy if you
0: have a trip going to Ireland.
1: Or, you know, some last minute ideas if you're heading there this
0: week. All right. That sounds good. And, you know, I got to say up front that I need this Irish fix more than anything right now. You and I have been talking about going back there eventually. That's number one. But number two, it's a weird time at work this month because usually we pick out the biggest holiday the month. And then, like, you know, we do like these little animated shorts that are on our social media site. Mm Mm-hmm. We've done them for, like, every ridiculous holiday. I feel like I did it last month for Groundhog Day and Valentine's Day. Right, because little kids
1: get drawn into things like that. And you design for little kids, so... Right.
0: But no St. Patrick's Day this year.
1: How weird is that? Like, that's a kind of big thing to miss. Like, that's a big heritage thing to miss.
0: Yeah, and it's not like we didn't have time on the schedule to animate something for it or to promote it in some way. But it's just strange that we would do Valentine's Day, which is... I don't know, man. Either people love Valentine's Day or hate Valentine's Day. But the Valentine's history day. of
1: Valentine's Day really isn't. Well, it's made up by a card
0: company. I mean, no,
1: I think it's like, wasn't it like? Oh, maybe I'm just thinking of the same Valentine's Day massacre, and I'm kind of grouping all of that <laughs> stuff in together. So it's like, well, it's not really about love; it's about murder. Yeah, but no, I don't it's, think no, that's it. I don't I, think that's no. it. This is something that d- happened on the day,
0: but. And I mean, honestly, the whole deal with you know the St. Patrick's Day, you know. Being a holiday and snakes being moved out of Ireland, who cares? Like, seriously, it's kind of a dumb holiday. But at the end of the day, the all holidays are pretty right, sure, dumb. Sure, sure.
1: But a little kid might be like, well, I would ask, why are we celebrating this guy, St. Patrick? Like, who is he? What did he do? It just, I'm, it's just like an SEO question. You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
0: well, yeah. And it's strange, especially being our headquarters are here in New York City. The New York City has one of the biggest parades in the country, mm-hmm. top three. Mm hmm. It is, I think, the city's biggest parade every year.
1: I think so too. Yeah, maybe Halloween, maybe Halloween too, but uh,
0: maybe no, no. not. I think, I think, from an organizational standpoint, because right, so many yeah. people jump into the Halloween sure, parade. Sure, sure. But I think, like organizers, you know, taking people in, I think it's the biggest parade in the city. And it's just strange that your corporate headquarters is here, but you didn't really promote it. Yeah. So that's it's in but kind of a, a weird But there is a lot of, one.
1: but it is a holiday that's associated with like hooligans, hooligans, shenanigans drinking excessively you know like so not by through you know just because of people who are totally not irish doing that like it's just it's the biggest drinking day of the year probably you know arguably
0: and and that's always been my complaint about saint patrick's day because i used to come in you know to manhattan to go to the um you know to the parade every year but the parade turned into just a bunch of people throwing up in the street at 10 o'clock in the morning and it just became like i don't know it kind of outgrew it
1: ironically where i'm from in pennsylvania um is home to the fourth third it, it sometimes alters for or it sometimes changes from third to fourth mm. but it's top five parades in this in the country for saint patrick's day in scranton the scranton saint patrick's day parade and i've had to walk in it for years working for my old newspaper and seeing those people throwing up i I am totally a throw-upper when I drink a lot, but I've never once vomited on St. Patrick's Day, I'm very proud to say. Well, look at you. Look at me being an adult, being a responsible adult. For one day out of the year. <laughs> one day out of the year.
0: <laughs> anyway. Well, you got that going for you. But you know. we're
1: not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about the Emerald Isle and the beauty that has haunted me since we came back in August of 2014. It's been four years, and I swear to God, almost on a daily basis, I think about... Us living there, I think about something with Ireland.
0: Well, it's the reason why we finish our taxes on Friday night at, you know, 9.30. And then by 10.30, we're already discussing, when are we going back to Ireland? and right. We got our <laughs> refund checks in.
1: <laughs> we did. Like, we seriously were looking like, how do we get the dog there? Where can we find Airbnbs and whatnot? So we are definitely planning. We, we definitely have Ireland on the mind, not just because of St. Patrick's Day, but just because this is where we want to hang our hats for the rest of our life. And Absolutely. So these are the things. Now, I've only been there once with Tom and his family back in 2014, but Tom's been there multiple times. Multiple you know, times, yes. As an adult, a freewheeling adult, then as a dad of young kids, and then as a dad of sullen, sullen teenagers. Mm.
0: <laughs> It, Ireland has gone through a lot of changes. Every time I go there, I feel like I tell the story of certain things and then we get there and it's like, goddamn, man, for a country that has so much history and so much, uh, you know, just the look of it is so old and there's like so many things that have been around for so long. There's a lot of change that happens, too, mm-hmm. because it's the gateway to Europe, basically. Right. So, I mean, so many companies go in there, they invest a ton of money and then, you know, The whole landscape of the place changes and then you go maybe 10 miles in any direction and it's a whole different world.
1: Right. I mean, we were when we we landed in Shannon and we stayed in Limerick and, you know, it was just this beautiful town that looks like it must have looked like back in the 16, 1700s. And then. You know, and then like you might be near modern, like you might have modernized houses and things like that. And then in their backyard is just this beautiful ruin. Like there's ruins everywhere. There's just like you're driving by and there's like farmlands and then this beautiful castle. And then there's like just a chain hotel, like an ir- like an Irish chain hotel. Man. And then there's like a ruin off in the distance. It's like, it's amazing. And I actually just read like the 12 pages of journal that I wrote during our 10-day trip, just as kind of like a refresher, which actually made me feel worse, to be honest <laughs> with you, because I'm like, I miss this place Not so bad. Not there yet, sorry. I know, I know. But it's just like, it's a haunting place. And if you're susceptible to feeling emotions about things, You're you're going to be haunted. And every single day of my life since coming back here, it's the only place that no matter where I go, like I love my family. I do. But when I come home from Pennsylvania and I see the skylight, the skyline of New York City in the distance, I'm like, I can breathe again. This is where I belong. This was the first time coming back from Ireland was the first time I did not want to see the skyline of new york when i saw it like i could have cried because i was giving up like this beautiful place that i just found and now like reality had to start again
0: well why don't we talk about some of the places in ireland that were haunted that were haunting for you okay Uh, we have like a short list of places that if you're going to ireland you should 100 check out
1: absolutely and these were things that we did on our 10 day loop like we we actually toured the entire island for yeah, pretty much. you know 10 yeah. days and I mean it was a lot but it was a wonderful way to see the country and we did end up seeing so many different aspects of the country so right. these are just some of the things that you know we definitely think you should put on your list regardless of where you're going it's pretty easy to get to because it's the country's only so big
0: <laughs> right so um you know like Nikki said we did plan out our trips and Luckily, in the past, I had a chance to like drive the island as I did when Nikki and the rest of the family got to go this time around. Um, I would say on a list of places that you're definitely going to want to take a look at, one of my favorite places is the Rock of Cashel.
1: Oh my God, it's so beautiful.
0: It's basically like an old church. That is in the process of getting reconstructed. I am sure by the time we get there, if it is this next year coming up, mm-hmm. even that will look totally different because of they're rebuilding it and like trying to like, you know, make sure that it's solid and lasts for another couple of hundred years. Right, easily. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're always, always upgrading these things. But every time you go there, it's like, man, it's like you built onto these ruins, but somehow made it still look like the ruins.
1: Right. Exactly. And it, it is a ruin that just sits on top of a hill in this you know town of cashel right Mm -hmm. cashel's name okay so it just sits on top of this mountain that overlooks the greenest green fields that you will ever see in your life and we were there on a day when it was kind of like dark and dreary and gray and it was we spent so many hours there Mm -hmm. and it was and we had little kids with us we had two teenagers that like mentioned the word wi-fi 57 times but like within the first hour we were on irish soil and Everybody was like so happy to be there Because you can run around the grounds You can just stand and breathe Which is what we did We sat on this hillside Like the entire family just plopped down on the grass And just stared for like an hour at a clip We took tours of the of the Rock of Cashel and stuff to learn the history of what happened. and Went to the catacombs. We went to the catacombs. I mean, it was just, it, it is such a beautiful, beautiful place. And like, if you're just reading it and you're like, it's just a church, it's not. It's something that you should see because it is so imposing and so beautiful the way it just looks out over
0: the countryside and it is more of a castle looking than it is a church looking sure
1: but I mean churches are like one of my guilty pleasures when I'm traveling and anywhere like oh so
0: this is a coin flip it could go either way it's a church or a castle so you're just in (laughs) all heaven
1: (laughs) I am I am I just I love I have a thing for just churches like I just love the smell I love the architecture of them and this was definitely one of my favorite churches that I've ever seen in my life
0: All right. well, what are we else? What else do we have on our list?
1: Well, not too far from the Rock of Cashel is you know it's a touristy spot. It's it's but it is something that you have to do. You have to. You have to. Um, by law. By law, you know. If you, I mean, it should be the first thing that you do as soon as you land wherever you land. No, in well, Ireland. that's a bit much. That's a bit much. <laughs> but the Blarney Stone. Yes. Now, my favorite part of the Blarney Stone
0: was kissing the stone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, because I actually did not kiss the blarney stone but i will get to that i will get to that because you get there and you know it's packed i'm not gonna lie but it's the grounds are beautiful you can kind of and then like the way that you get up because you have to wind through blarney castle to get to the stone like it's not just a rock that's sitting downstairs somewhere like plymouth rock or something like that like you have to work for it (laughs) so you but you wind through this like architectural ruin of the Blarney Castle. And as you, like, and so everybody's in a line, like, there's just, everybody's in line with you, and you just, like, snake your way up these, like, rustically carved stone stairs that are narrow and dark. And you're, but there's, like, these little antechambers, like, every step of the way. So, like, you can get out of line and go snoop out the windows. They have, like, the, um... Different
0: rooms. They have different, yeah, like... Chambers. The the chambers,
1: yeah. And then they have, like, the murder... Oh, my God, what was it called? I forgot what it was called but like it was like they called it like the murder something and it was where like they would the the archer would stay there and like Mm. he would defend the castle from this like murder window type thing and then like so you make your way up and then you get to the top of the castle and you wind your way around and the Blarney stone is just this like stone that you have to bent over backwards and kind of hang upside down off the side of the Blarney Stone. And I will say, it is completely mm-hmm. safe. There's a bar that's going to stop you.
0: People are holding you. People are you. holding
1: you. But, and everybody else did it. The kids did it, no problem. Fearless. Both of your parents did it. Every, everybody did it. We except can't go for, by
0: that. My parents are in better shape than we are, They are, are they are.
1: But everybody did it, but me yes. and the five and six-year-old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because they weren't allowed to do it. Yes. I laid down. You were
0: allowed. Just so people I was allowed. Know. I okay. was allowed.
1: And I laid down. And as you bend down, and like you have to like kind of like slide off the side of the building. And as I laid down and put my head back, I saw all the people like on the actual ground, like hundreds, like hundreds and like hundreds of feet below me. And I started to like black out because I'm afraid of heights. So like, but when you go backwards, it was it's a whole different thing. And I was just like, nope. Like, I can't do it. And, like, everybody made fun of me. Like, your dad was particularly worse, that, wor- the worst about it. Because he doesn't respect weakness. He really doesn't. Yeah, he don't. But he did get over it. He did get over it after, you know. Well, there was days. other things to argue about There was other things, it. yeah. There, <laughs> there was other the things. so.
0: <laughs> there was, was the whole, one argument. There was the
1: whole Nikki navigating thing that kind of made everybody mm. forget about the Blarney Stone.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't give Nikki a map. And say, Take <laughs> us in the nighttime to, like, you know, somewhere north. <laughs>
1: <sighs> but... You know, you've been to the Blarney Stone a bunch of times. Do you? So, do you? Cons- is it someplace that you would still go again?
0: I would go because I like the park around it, and like you said, it is packed when you first go in because they have it set up almost like, almost like a theme park. The way the lines are set up, like you got to go through like a turnstile when you first pay and mm-hmm. stuff. So, with there, if a we were unlucky enough to have a bus pull like in front of us and get there just before, right before we us, got in. Yeah. So there was like, you know, 80 people like online in front of us to but get it in. But it
1: does move really quickly. Like they're very good at getting the crowds in and out, oh, in yeah. and out. Like, and the
0: park is huge. Like once you get in the park, you don't yeah. really see that many people yeah. at all because it's a no, big No, yeah, park. exactly.
1: And like, yes, you're waiting in line going up the stairs. But like I said, like it goes fairly quickly. Like I think it takes like Definitely under an hour from the moment like you step in the castle and start winding your way up, and then like as you come down, like you go down faster, and then you just wander the grounds where they have like these beautiful gardens and like they even have poison gardens where like you're not allowed to touch the flowers and stuff, but it's like,
0: can you imagine that here, people, everybody would touch them. There'd be people poisoned be people all the time. Dead, there'd be a yeah. lawsuit every single week. But the other cool thing they had was like these like birds of prey. Like yeah,
1: there was a falconer there,
0: and you can. You don't even have to pay for it. You can just walk up to them and if yeah. you want, you can give them a tip. I mean, that's kind of what They were we doing did. like
1: demonstrations and yeah. stuff, yeah. But
0: you, they're like, anybody want to put their arm out and put this glove on? And this falcon comes flying and lands yeah. on your arm. It was, I mean, incredible for the kids. Like yeah, free, like free for that. Like, yeah, it's
1: included in your price of admission. And unbelievable. Like, and they have like other like other, like other birds and stuff, like owls and everything like that, that they do in the demonstration.
0: falcons, hawks, like just crazy man like they're just sitting there and they're just well behaved and I think that they're just used to people being around yeah. so I mean you're
1: it was really neat and like even like the little kids who were definitely who definitely at that time were like afraid of absolutely everything like there was like a two year period where they wouldn't even look at you because you snored in front of them once so like they yeah. were frightened by the bear of Tom they hold they held them I think Tyler did too Kyle and I did not because we were too busy getting ice cream
0: yeah you guys went <laughs> somewhere and then came back we were like we all held like birds of prey. <laughs> And you were like, and we're like eating the- we were just we got like ice cream. <laughs> we
1: had ice cream and it was like honestly the best ice cream I've ever had. Well,
0: I mean there are a bunch of cows on that island, so yeah. I mean the ice cream it's is a usually couple,
1: pretty good,
0: pretty good. <laughs> so before we start heading up north, I would say my favorite place down south would absolutely be the Aryan Islands. And we talked about it a hundred times. In Ishmore, the biggest out of three islands, mm-hmm. is the islands that we stayed on. Um we stayed there for Two days last time. Two night, yeah. Two two nights, so, three days, two nights. I think yeah, were there, and know. it was like a late day by the time we got there. Yeah. So because like, you had to take you have to, take a, a you have to take
1: a ferry that like across like the Atlantic, and it was just nothing can prepare you. No. Like no words can. I like I'm getting emotional just thinking about it.
0: As you're blowing through these like insane stormy seas. And you're just looking at like the island getting closer. For some reason, it seems like almost every single time a rainbow just appears yeah. out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, like a rainbow welcomed us. And because it was like we had to stay outside because we, we were all getting cars. We were all getting like seasick. So we were outside in this like sn- this like, rainstorm. Like, and it was so windy. It was so scary. Like, I honestly thought your nef- your niece, Caitlin, was going to go over the side of the boat. And I'm, like, holding on to her because I'm, like, oh, my God, she's so small. Like, what happens? Like, because it was crazy outside. But it was, like, you couldn't not, like, stay outside so that you could see the island coming to you because it is amazing. And there's literally nothing there. And that's what makes it so amazing.
0: Yeah. I mean, you pull up. I think there's, like, maybe, like, five or six bed and breakfasts, maybe five or six pubs, and that's what's on the island.
1: And they close early, (laughs) which you need to know. But you just, like, this gives you a glimpse, because Ireland is such an old country. It's such a historical country. And the Aran Islands, and there are other islands too, I believe, but they give you such a good sense of what life was really like for these people. And these people are people who have, like the woman who owned our bed and breakfast, never lived anywhere else but here. Yep, her her daughter, house has been handed down for yeah, generations yeah.
0: The owning the B&B is what their job is.
1: Exactly. And like her daughter moved to Galway which is, you know, where you get the ship to the Aran Islands or one of the ships to get to the Aran Islands. And like these people just live off the land and like they have their from I think it's April to October they have the B&Bs and then in the winter like pretty much the island shuts down because it's really because the seas are so scary and treacherous and stuff during the winter that, you know, they only have like boats when they're able to and planes when they're able to. But Nothing can prepare you for what it's like when you hike up to the top. When you go to Dun-, Dun Angus, which is a, mm-hmm. an old fort, which is like a what is it like? Oh what? my gosh, what, what, what? There's a word I was looking for, but it's like just like this historic fort that's like hundreds and hundreds of years old. Like,
0: yeah, I didn't know what word you were looking for, but that pretty much describes yeah. it. I mean,
1: <laughs> like this ancient, yeah, it's like an ancient fort, and like it's it is on the edge of the cliff. So like the fort is here and then you've got nothing but cliffs so that like if you were in this fort nothing like you're safe because you've got the cliffs that are hundreds of feet high and the Atlantic behind you so nothing's going to sneak up on you so you could see anybody coming and as you hike up this like mountain you're just like, you see, you look down and you just see like segmented, the segmented countryside from, it's segmented by like stone walls and there's horses and cows and sheep. Different and just, colors of green, patches so of grass everywhere. Yeah. Like, and it's like so many different colors of green. The blues that you see of like from the little lakes and streams with the ocean and the water, like I've never seen more beautiful <laughs> colors than I did there.
0: Yeah, it's a bit insane. And the island itself in Ishmael, the the biggest out of three islands that make up the Aryan Islands, is set up almost like a wedge where on the bottom part of the island where the boat comes in it's not very elevated. It's mm-hmm. it's you know, it's kinda low. But then the island gets taller and taller as, you know, you walk to the back of it. Right. So, you know, it's 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 a hike. I mean, I I would say 25
1: miles that day. I think. Yeah.
0: Like it's definitely a hike. So, I mean, you definitely want to wear some good shoes. You want to bring stuff like layers, do Mm -hmm. layers because, I mean, the weather can change in an An instant. instant. It went from like beautiful, beautiful blue skies to insane monsoon rains to the point where the sun was shining and somehow we were still getting rained on to all it of a sudden for 10 it's minutes. gone yeah. yeah
1: and it lasted for 10 minutes
0: it's great but that's being out in the ocean like it changes right, so yeah. so quickly the weather that you just just layer up layer up is all i absolutely, can say absolutely
1: absolutely and definitely take like two pair of sneakers because one is inevitably going to get wet you know and if you can if you have the room if you're that type of packer like maybe even think of taking some kind of like wellies or galoshes or something like that because they might come in handy depending on if you're the type of people who like to get out and hike a lot and do things like that
0: yeah and don't go there well i mean you could go there and relax but i mean if you're a hiker, this is this paradise. Is pla- yeah. Like, seriously, it's paradise.
1: Yeah. We were dead. I mean, like, we were absolutely dead that day. And But it was just, you were so fortified by what you were seeing. Like, you were just like, I just want, I want to see what's around the corner. I want to see what's next. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely my favorite part of the trip was our time at Aaron Islands.
0: But... A nice second place thing <laughs> would probably be heading up north, way, way, way north, north, way north, to Giant's Causeway, which is a rock anomaly, um, which makes the the wind blowing off the ocean mm-hmm. makes these weird like, like
1: almost column shaped, like octagon, like yeah. or hexagonal, like
0: like these yeah. stone
1: formations. It's
0: the most bizarre thing. The way that these rocks get cut out and Almost alien in nature. Like, mm-hmm. if you would, like, seriously, if NASA found this rock formation somewhere else, conspiracy theorists would be oh, yeah. losing their yeah. minds right now.
1: And it's called, you know, I believe it's called Giant's Causeway because they believe, like, folklore says that this was, like, basically like a highway mm-hmm. that these giants would walk on from Scotland because on the other side of the water, is the same formations on the Scottish coast. Yep. So, you know... It, it was leads, supposed to be a bridge at
0: some point. Yeah.
1: Like, it believes... People believe that, like, this is how, like, the giants and stuff, these, like, folklore characters kind of got back and forth.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's inc- it's just an incredible, and, incredible view. And the the park they have set up mm-hmm. there is gorgeous. They set it up so beautifully where you have... You know, you pay an admission. It's, it's cheap. It's not an expensive admission. Right. But once you go into this thing... um, the trails, as you're walking on them, again, because it's way up north and like literally on the coast of the ocean, mm-hmm. the weather changes dramatically. Actually. I should just say everywhere along the coast. Yeah,
1: everywhere, it's everywhere. Gonna change yeah, definitely.
0: Drastically. But it
1: was beautiful and sunny when we got there. By the time we started hiking down to the Giant's Causeway, because it is a hike. Now mm-hmm. there's like a main road that you can take. There's a couple different ways you could take. We took the long way. There's buses. Yeah. It's like they will shuttle you down there and back for like if you have issues or you have kids or something like that. But like we decided to, to hoof it. And as soon as we decided to take the, the quick, the longer path so that we could just see more <laughs> of Giant's Causeway, you saw the monsoon coming. And I mean, it was thunder. Oh, it was lightning. Oh, looked
0: like a wall. It was
1: like the world was ending. Yeah. And we were just on the edge of the world for it.
0: It was very, very cool. But here's the cool thing about those trails. If you decide to do the walk, which I totally, totally recommend over the bus. Because, I mean, take your time. It's a park. You're going to spend money. spend time there. You're going to get wet. Fuck it. Who cares? You're going to, like, just be prepared for being wet and just deal with it. That's what it is. But we – the cool thing we found about it was when we were walking along the trails – If you're walking and you realize, like, man, the weather's getting really bad, there's always, like, a split off for a shorter way back. Mm -hmm. Like, because they make it so easy. They're like, if you want to go the long way, here's an arrow. If you want to go the short way, here's an arrow. So there's always a way back that you can get to. And, I mean, it got to the point where the storm had gotten so bad for us. And just when it reached its peak, we turned around the corner, and here were these rock formations, and it was like, I don't even care. It doesn't even matter. Like, I will never see anything like this again probably was unless that, I come back here
1: was that the first time that you saw that yes right okay so you yes. were good I love when I get to experience like first things that like yeah. with, with you because I, that doesn't happen that often
0: well I mean Ireland changes so often that well, like, no, everything know, feels like it's this, new by the time you go with the this exception isn't something
1: of that hasn't changed
0: Yeah, but yeah and,
1: and I'm someone who hates like I hate being out in the rain I hate getting my feet wet I hate being wet this was just like I don't care I had to take it got so bad to the point where I had to take my glasses off to walk down the hill because I couldn't see because of like yeah. all the water beating up and I'm like, okay, I'm blind as a bat without it. But it was just like, well, there's a no better place to die than right here going down these steps. <laughs> it's
0: probably the spot where my camera got destroyed. Yeah. And I do not even care. Nope. Like it was nope. worth the sacrifice, it's, to be it's, honest it's with you. It's
1: absolutely beautiful. And as you're standing at the top of the cliff and like you're looking down and you see the green and you see this. You can also see a town in the distance that is just like this fishing village that's atop this cliff that overlooks the ocean as well. And it's just like the colors of the buildings are just
0: gorgeous. Yeah, because they painted every building a different like, yeah, color. Yeah, like, like this vibrant... Almost like they tried to go tropical with it, almost. Kind of. But you know, like where they just did, like you know, like loud colors on some of these buildings and stuff right. like that. But it just blends in so perfectly with looks the so background. It like yeah. It's just that pop of color where you're just like, oh, all right. Well, th- in the middle of this storm, there's that beautiful color pop that's Absolutely. in the background. Yeah. So.
1: And then the st- and then by the time we got back upstairs, like b- got back and we're soaked with like everybody else, like in the sur- at the you know the visitor center. Storm was over.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you walk in and you're completely soaked and stuff like that. And new people are walking in there completely dry. Like, what the hell happened to exactly, you when you were out there? Exactly. And it was like, give, give yourself 10 minutes. You don't <laughs> you don't know how it's going to end up for you either. Sorry.
1: So if I can give you a big word of advice, mm-hmm. either pack a bunch of cheap rain ponchos that, you know, that come in the pouch that you could just, if something happens, you don't give a shit. Like, just buy a <laughs> bunch of them or bring a raincoat. Like, definitely bring gear that does not get like that is water resistant
0: and here's another tip use it because we had that stuff and use none of it it stayed in our bag the entire exactly,
1: time exactly exactly. yes so, so.
0: but then again the storms get so heavy that even if you had a raincoat it might not necessarily st- save no, you you're exactly. still gonna it's not gonna protect your feet or your exactly. pants or anything like that Exactly. So why don't we talk about a few tips when traveling?
1: Now, one thing I remember is my dad, who is a foodie just like me. Like, he loves his food. He was like, what are you going to eat in Ireland? And a big misconception is that, like, Irish food is very, very bland. Mm -hmm. I can assure you that it is not. And it was among some of my favorite food that I've ever eaten. And I honestly think that the best meal of my life was... In the bed and breakfast on Inishmar. Mm. Because the interesting thing is, like, they have this thing called Irish breakfast, which is eggs, mm. tomatoes, mm. mushrooms, beans, egg, baked beans, mm. black and white pudding, which the black is blood pudding don't let that sway you give it a try I promise you absolutely I was so against it I was so grossed out by it when you were like nope nope you got it one day and I remember you got one it day I got it every day. no no I'm saying you got it one day before we went to Ireland Oh, we got it yes. for we went to like a pub or something for brunch and you were like here try this and you made me eat it and I've not stopped eating it ever since <sighs> it is so good so I definitely recommend you try this but this breakfast comes with the black and white pudding it comes with ham it comes with eggs and it's It's basically like farming food so that like the men would eat this and the women, you know, the men and women would eat this first thing in the morning. And then they'd go out and tend to their fields and their crops and their animals and herds and things like that. And then they would come back and have a nice like an awesome dinner. We only ever ate breakfast on this trip because I ate Irish breakfast every single day of my life there. (laughs) And you and I lost like 10 pounds on this trip because of all the walking. And plus you were just eating
0: Clean food. Well yeah, I mean it's high calorie food, but it's all but food that's good it up, for right, you. Right and, and you burn it. Right. It's your first meal of the day and then you don't you really don't need eat anything. again till yeah. dinner time.
1: Yeah, and I think like we had like some snacks, like when we'd stop to get gas and stuff like that. Yeah. Like we'd pick up like whatever, but like candy bar, thing and chips we or didn't, something. Not yeah. Food, because we food. wanted to try like, you know, what Irish snacks were like. Because of course we're we're we did. all snackers. So yeah. But I mean, you it, it was just great to just and then you go to the pub or the restaurant, you know, and have your stew or your fish and chips and stuff for dinner. And it was just like oh, my God, the food there is just excellent. So don't be an American and be like, what am I going to eat?
0: Right. Because, I mean, seriously, if you're looking for the normal stuff, you could probably find it. You'll find grilled cheese. You'll find chicken fingers. I mean, you'll find an Americanized food. But what's the point of going there and eating the same thing you can get here? Eat like a local. You can find a McDonald's there. Sure. I would never go into a McDonald's there. But you can find one. Um,
1: Eat like a local.
0: Right. And I mean – God damn, man, until you have Guinness stew, it's, you know, it's kind of like don't bother going anywhere else, you know?
1: Right. Absolutely. And speaking of Guinness stew, yes. <laughs> speaking of Guinness, <laughs> yes. make sure Guinness is your drink of choice while you're there. It's a cliche. Guinness and Jameson are such a cliche. It's different when it's fresh. But though. there's a reason <laughs> why Guinness and Jameson are so popular, and it's because they're the best. I literally only drank. Guinness and Irish breakfast tea on this trip and a shot of Jameson here and there.
0: And some, a tiny bit of water when you had a little too much of any of the above four mentions. <laughs> but I never got crazy. No, there was no, one no, night, no, 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 no. There was one bad.
1: night, actually, when we were on the Aran Islands that we actually let the kids have a Guinness and mm. Tyler got drunk. <laughs> yeah shocking <laughs> and then she passed out and i think that was the best night of sleep that she had while we were there or any of us because she shut up for <laughs> I mean, a minute she, did. she sure did
0: <laughs> now when you're traveling again you know layers number one mm-hmm. and then it's a matter of what do you want to do when you get there i mean like there's so many different facets for a small it, it's similar in man to manhattan in that it's very very tiny but Depending on what mile marker you're at is depending on the Irish experience you're gonna get. In the south, it's more of like, you know, going through like abandoned castles. Mm-hmm. It's you know more along like if you go like, you know, the the um the Ring of Kerry, which is all just like beautiful plants, the beautiful and stuff like stuff, that. Yeah, you can go north, and it's more like if you go way way north, it's like the anomalies like you would see at you know the Giant's Causeway. Mm-hmm. The North is really known for like its cities, right, like, like you Dublin, know Belfast and yeah. things like that. Now, if you're going to go to the Dublin area, that's kind of like the cultural district. That's not like you know a church or something like that. Although no, Trinity's Trinity, there yeah. and stuff like and that. And we
1: disclaimer: part of our party went to Dublin, and the other part, us, did not. I refused. Yeah, you didn't want to go to Dublin, <laughs> and I'm glad that you didn't because it gave us time away, like to just the four of us to be a family on vacation together. Right. And I mean I really like that, but I do definitely want to go to Dublin someday.
0: Yes, but, but Dublin is very, very much New York like. It is right. a big city. Mm-hmm. It has, you know, museums in it and, you know, a lot a lot of culture. And the Guinness a lot factory. of fine dining, the Guinness factory. I mean and that's the reason why I didn't want to go. Like I wanted right, to experience the country of Ireland, right. not the city of Ireland. I and live I, in a city.
1: Right. And I was the same way because this trip to Ireland in 2014 was the first time that I had ever been out of the country to, to a place that was not Canada. And right. as we know... I, Canada is kind of like America, you know, in, in a sense, like traveling to it. It's like, OK, great. Like I'm in Canada. But when I went there, Canada was technically at that point, like an extension of like you didn't even need a passport. Right. Like my dad just showed his driver's license and we drove across the border, you know, so it's like. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going – like, Canada, I'm being exotic. Like, now I know it's a little bit more exotic because I'm older and was able to experience it my own way. But this was definitely the first time that I ever, like, left the country for real.
0: Yeah, and, you know, and and again, it goes back to what do you want to see? Do you want to see the country? Do you want to experience the people? Do you want to experience what Ireland is? Fly to Shannon. Fly to Shannon, go south, and then just meet the people, you know, who – Are not just providing stuff for business and tourism. Right, yeah. Like, you'll go into, like, local stores and you'll see what Ireland's actually like.
1: And everybody that we talked to from the – because we stayed at a bunch of hotels. You know, we stayed at a couple B&Bs. We stayed at a castle one night, Mm -hmm. which was really cool because we arrived at, like, midnight. And, like, they opened up the bar for us so that we could just – they're like, you are road weary. Like, come on in. Like, everybody is so – welcoming and when they heard that we were from america they were like oh my gosh where are you from and like i remember we went to this like ice cream shop near our hotel because everybody loves ice cream and these girls were like you're from new york Uh and they were like what about this and like they were asking us just like all these questions and it's just like no, we I want to. Take it for
0: to... granted. Like living in New we York. Do, I mean, yeah. everywhere around Absolutely. the world, people but, know New York. But
1: not even that. I'm just like, no, no, tell me about here. What is life like here? Like, I don't care about New York. What new what? What are you talking about?
0: Right. Well, we spent the whole night with kids in in our first hotel that yeah. just hung out with us. Like yeah. just these like high school kids that just wanted to know everything about Exactly,
1: it. yeah, yeah. The first night we were there, they were just like, You're from New York. Oh my gosh, tell us this, tell us that. Yeah. And I mean, it was it was really cool. Like everybody is just so welcoming. And even when we were on the Aaron Islands, and we were at our, our b like our clothes, because we had gone, we had come from Northern Ireland right to Galway to get the ship to the Aran Islands. And our clothes were so wet still because we're, how are we going to dry them? They were right. in a car. They were like, and they were, she... Took our clothes for us. The woman who runs the B&B. woman who runs the B and B, and she put them out on the line. So that, she's like, "Your stuff is never gonna dry," so she let us like hang our laundry on her line outside, so that like it could dry. And yeah. like the smell of the Aran Islands, like it took these <sighs> from being these disgusting wet things that were stuck in a trunk to like smelling like you could actually rewear it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was so nice. Very nice. Yeah. But so I mean, if you want the real Irish experience, fly into Shannon, go around there. If you want, you know a city weekend escape type thing dublin is fantastic for that like if you're looking to go to another city dublin is great good nightlife that's kind of what we're
1: thinking of doing the next time we go is kind of spending some time in dublin and then going north for a day or two
0: yeah possibly north is just its own weird animal like it's just the north is like its own strange thing and i'm gonna have to like get back to you on more trips to you know give you a full assessment because i feel like every time i go in that area, it has changed, right? Because a lot.
1: the last time you had been there was when you know there was it was army. warish, yeah. yeah there was, like there was... was
0: army people on every corner, yeah. like military. There was we didn't even that know followed us everywhere. And we I went. remember
1: you saying when we went up there, you were like, I don't know if we're even going to be able to get
0: in because of our license plates right, coming right, from the south. Yeah. Because years ago, they you know would turn people away if right. your license plates are from the south. So, I mean, you know, it's just a matter of what experience you want to get. So, I mean, if you want to, like I said, you want to be in a city, you want cultural, like things like nightlife and things like that, fly into Dublin. You want to see what Ireland is really like, fly in the Shannon. Mm -hmm. You want like a bizarre experience that can change, you know, overnight, fly into Belfast and see how that goes for you. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, with St. Patrick's Day, I feel like, it's always a time of year where people start looking and seeing, like, these specials to go to Ireland. And then they're, like, going, well, you know, what should I do? Um, you should think about getting a car that is a manual over an automatic because mm-hmm. you will pay half your price for right. a manual. Um, so if you got some time, learn how to do that before you go. <laughs> Get tire insurance because one of the biggest rental car scams there is if you – brush up against a curb and everything is on the opposite side of the street. So your chances of brushing right. up against a curb are very right. good.
1: You're going to have some pitfalls as you get used to the lay of the land. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they will charge you $1,500 a tire if you scuff it. So be it prepared for that. It's
1: like you're speaking from experience, Tom. Yes. <laughs> been there, done that.
0: Not good. Yes, definitely oh, get a way to end whatever trip.
1: car insurance you could possibly get.
0: Absolutely. And, um... I would say, aside from that, you don't need to bring a lot of money. I mean, you know, the the important thing, the, the biggest expense, I would say, is absolutely going to be airfare. Mm-hmm. Airfare is expensive to get there, right. undoubtedly. Once you get there, though, if you plan the trip yourself, it you, you can make it as expensive or as inexpensive as you want. I mean, some of the – Nikki mentioned we stayed at a castle at like 250 Pounds per person a night is right. what that was coming out to. We stayed on the Aryan Islands for I think thirty dollars a night
1: in the you height can't of even, summer. You right. can't
0: even compare. Like I would much rather be on right. the Aryan Islands for thirty dollars a night than in a castle for two fifty a sure, night. Sure,
1: especially because we got there so late and like we weren't able to enjoy the amenities as much, but it was it was cool to like stay in a castle. But like it depends on who your audience is with because your mom wanted to stay in the castle because the girls were like very into Disney and the princesses and stuff right. like that. And they were like, this isn't a castle like that because so know your audience. Like don't right. be smart with your money. Like if you want to do that, do that. That's great. But like if your kids are little, maybe don't like maybe take them to a castle for lunch or something like that because there's plenty of castles yeah, to like, go there's, to yeah but i mean like it, it was a really cool experience but again like the there's definitely and with air like there was no such thing as airbnb i don't think when we went back there. then no. or it was probably f- so fairly new that nobody really knew about yeah, it i
0: think it's just bed and breakfast for the most part yeah and we've then. been
1: like you know we've been kind of snooping around on airbnb which is something that like i'm kind of nervous about but I've been looking at prices for different dates, you know, and, of the, and different times of the year, and they're pretty good. So, hmm. you know, it's definitely like your airfare is going to cost you, but then B&Bs are not that expensive. And I definitely recommend that just to get localized.
0: Right. Because, I mean, the greatest thing about the B&Bs, especially coming from the United States, is most of the people who own the B&Bs know that you're coming there. And want to know what the experience is like because if you want if you didn't want to know the, what the experience is like you would have stayed in the hotel like right. you want to stay at bnB to know what it's like eat the food like learn what's around like the town by you and stuff um totally totally recommend Bs, especially mm-hmm. if you like to talk to people because the people that own Bs will tell you everything, everything about their house and that area exactly
1: like we got to know i feel like we got to know Karth. And she just was able to tell us things, and like it just was wonderful. And like when we left, like she gave us a hug. She was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like we, just two days we were with her, and it was like it was almost I like leaving leave. family. It really <laughs> was. It really, really was. Yeah. And it was just it, it's just magic.
0: Absolutely. So, um, I would say when booking the trip, check out your prices as far as like airfare goes. Like I said, that's going to be the most expensive thing. March is a fantastic month. For, like, starting to book your trips. July, August, it gets expensive. Sure. Very, very pricey. September, October, the prices drop back down again. March is a great time to go. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, so keep an eye out for those. I know it's strange to even think. I mean, you have to, like, keep an eye on what your connecting flights are. But Groupon has these March specials where it's, like, fly and drive specials. Right. Where you can get it for, like, you know... 600 bucks you can get like your flight round trip out of New York or Boston. And so does
1: Aer Lingus. So does Air, like Aer Lingus itself, which is like the Irish airline. Yeah, it's like the Irish airline. They I'm on their like get their newsletter. And they have great deals and great suggestions, not just for, you know, Ireland, but also for, you know, other cities in Europe and stuff, too, and, and countries in Europe. So, yeah. you know, definitely put yourself in, like, then you can get a sense of what the prices are like at this particular time. And they do also have the fly and drives where, and they even have rail packages where, like, you could take a train across the country.
0: Which is neat. I would definitely consider doing that. Because, I mean, one bad thing about driving is you do miss a lot because there's so much concentration that goes into driving on the opposite side of the road. and. You know, there's a lot of little roads. I mean, it's definitely different from the states in what we call a road to what they call a road.
1: Right. You yeah. know, so,
0: I mean, there's there's a little bit of, um, I would say, anxiety during the driving <laughs> part of the trip. So, you know, I would definitely consider taking a train going forward at some point in time. Good to
1: know, says mm-hmm. the rail fan. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's what I would say. I would... Also, say, if you plan on going, figure with food and everything else, you're looking at, like, $2,000 a person for an entire week. You can do it if you book it yourself and, mm-hmm. you know, you make the smart choices. And that includes all of your entertainment. That includes all of your food. That probably includes your drinking. I mean, you can easily get away with it for $2,000 mm-hmm. a person if you do your homework.
1: Exactly. And that's and you can maybe even do better than that.
0: Right. And that's like seven to ten day vacation for 2000 bucks. I mean, you know. That's what it would cost you to go to California, but you're in a different country now.
1: Exactly. And it's at your own pace, too. Like, that's the beauty of it. So if I could say to you, if you do drive, take your time, stop, pull over, and just take a deep breath. Look out, get out of the car, and just take in the surroundings because you're never going to want to go home.
0: No. And always think of this country, because of its small size, as a definite two-trip destination. I don't mind going around, flying into the south of Ireland, driving up north and ending back up in the south of Ireland again to see everything. And now I know next time I go back, I'm definitely going to want to go to Giant's Causeway and spend a whole week there or Mm. go to the Aran Islands and spend a whole week there because – We got to see everything. And now you can kind of go back and pick out the places that you want to go. Right. Absolutely. But don't expect Ireland to be a place that you're going to visit once and not go back to. Like you might have that exhausting first trip, but the second trip is like all your scouting work is done. You know where you want to be. And that's going to be the trip that you get a lot out of. Exactly. So.
1: I hope we helped.
0: Yes. And, uh, you know, with that said, you know, happy St. Patrick's Day to those getting ready to Get amped up this following weekend. And uh, that's it for the show, I guess.
1: Aaron go bra.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you have it. Hey, if you want to learn more about the High Regard Show, check us out at highregardshow.com. And you can always send us an email at <laughs> highregardshow at gmail.com.
1: And you can always find us on social media as High Regard Show. And you could certainly follow our young Irish lass Kona on yeah. social media as well as the Kona Persona.
0: And that'll do it for us this week. It's good to be back at the table one more time here again for you Absolutely. guys. Absolutely, We're going to go for two in a row and be here next week again, Woo-woo! hopefully.
1: <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. Sláinte.
0: Good night.